0: welcome again to Common Room's Perfect 10 series, a series of 10-minute conversations with DevRel and community experts live on Twitter Spaces. I'm Rebecca, the head of community at Common Room, which is the community intelligence platform that helps you build better products, deepen relationships, and grow faster. You can hang out with us and more than 700 DevRel and community leaders in our Uncommon community Slack, so you can find us at commonroom.io slash uncommon. You can also learn more about Common Room itself at commonroom.io. But enough about us about me. I'm super excited to welcome... Steph Nakano and Jeff from, uh, respectively, Steph is a community manager at CODA and Jeff is a community consultant. And something that's super important that I have found to be, that I admire so much about them is they're both extremely passionate about bringing diversity, equity, and inclusion into community work. And so that topic, right, diversity, equity, and inclusion can feel quite broad to many folks um, who are just beginning to understand how they can incorporate those ideas into their organizations and their teams and work. But Steph and Jeff have been thinking about this for a really long time, and so we wanted to invite them on to discuss one action that someone can take to move their organization, their team, or their community work in the right direction, Um, especially because this can be such a broad topic. Even having one place to start can sometimes feel like it opens the door to so many more steps that you can take afterwards, but looking at that blank page is hard, so I would love to welcome Steph and Jeff to the floor. Hello, thank you for being here.
1: Thank you for awesome. that warm welcome.
2: Awesome to be here.
0: Yeah, I would love for um, each of you to... So there's different ways that people might approach this, right? There could be a specific resource or asset that someone should be focusing on, like, for example, how their community code of conduct is written. Um, there could be a specific initiative that they should be amplifying within their organization. So um, I would love, Steph, for you to kick us off, perhaps um, if there's one specific way that you've brought de into your organizations Um, And then I'll I'll toss it over to Jeff.
1: Absolutely. Hi, everyone, Uh, again, I'm Stephanie. Um, I am head of community over at Coda, but I previously was at Zapier. So shout out to anybody who's in the automation space and loves how that works for them. Uh, Coda is an all-in-one doc um, application that lets users collaborate. When I inherited the community, uh, it had been left alone for about three and a half years in the original style, original template, but over the years it grew a little bit over 9,000 registered members. That being said, some of the things that we did to incorporate DEI in our redesign, which we launched last month, was we enabled vanity names to allow for psychological safety. Um, We obviously use security protocols to prevent spam and enable human moderation and link their logins to SSL. So that way that there's less occurrences of spam accounts. Um, we did also intentionally select colors and fonts to enable a much more accessible experience, uh, including adjusting our font weight, uh, picking the right font type for better readability. And we um, limited our color selection to have not too much or too little contrast just for daily use. And as Rebecca had mentioned, we work on our trust and safety within our um, Community Code of Conduct, which is a work in progress because as the community changes and evolves, we want to make sure that we account for all of the changes that we should have, including those who are going to be a part of our ambassador network. Um, That said, some of the takeaways here is that there's always room to improve. Um, These things are just a part of your journey to take as intentional steps forward. Um, And that's how we at CODA uh, adjust for our DEI efforts um, within our platform.
0: Cool. Thank you so much, Steph. Jeff, what do you think about that? Anything to add or any other type of first step that people can take that feels like they're starting to gain that momentum in focusing on diversity, equity, and inclusion?
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, it's quite awesome to be here. Um, it's awesome because I'm talking to Steph. And I don't know if she remembers because when I was starting off my career as a community manager, I used to send a lot of DMs like for helping out in terms of my CV, and she used to always answer. So it's like awesome to be here once again. So um if I think it all falls back to like, what is diversity or what does diversity mean to your community? Like being a community manager for Meritas, I realized that diversity means a lot across different spectrums. Being in Nigeria, diversity is driven by culture. Europe, diversity can be driven by sector orientation, age. So how do you um, tra- sort of translate that diversity into your community? What I did at Meritas Technology is since Nigeria, um diversity is usually driven by culture. What I did was I embraced um practices that amplified cultural beliefs within people. For example, we have something like we have um music night where we can talk about their yeah, different cultural music in terms of like if you are from a certain tribe or if you're from a particular place. But I realized that even at that, I still had to like learn more about each community member in terms of what does diversity mean to like each community member? Because I usually try and avoid that one spectrum diversity in terms of like, okay, I see diversity as culture, or I see diversity as um, religion, or I see diversity as tradition. So what about age? What about ethnicity? What about sexual orientation? So I think just taking into account what diversity means to your community can sort of help you translate a community strategy for like a diverse community.
0: Yeah, I love that. Um, even asking that question, right? Or saying like, hey, how do you see diversity? And allowing someone to fill in the blank of I see diversity as blank in itself, I think, opens up that conversation for the odd ways and perspectives that people have, right? Because that answer is different for every single person. Um, I also love that it, it's like a coming back full circle. Um, Steph, Jeff had actually told me uh, earlier that you had helped him early on in his community career. And I was so excited for that sweet surprise to come up um in this in this twitter spaces talk um something i wanted to go back to something that you said steph which i think is really really powerful is something um is the fact that you let's say increased your font size and i think there's something like that right which could feel is something that we see all the time and so maybe you don't ask you you it's easy to overlook the things that you haven't looked at or that have looked the same for so long um and so asking oneself one question asking oneself a question like that like hey, what, does, what is in this environment that seems normal but maybe isn't normal for as many folks as possible? Um, something like font size. I'm wondering if there's a way or a process that you established to start looking at the things that perhaps your teams had overlooked before. Was there like a, a jumping off question or a moment where you're like, we're going to look at all X and then all Y and then all Z to understand how different people might experience these things?
1: That's a really good question, and I'm glad you asked that. Um, At Coda, we have a Slack channel that is related to accessibility and it could be anything from our product itself to just how we use it in our communication, all the way to, of course, leveraging it for our design for our community. And so with that in mind, I think what it starts out with is having an open mind and starting with empathy like understanding what it means to have these things to be adjusted, uh, who are we trying to reach out to, and what does that mean for us as a community. Uh, That being said, uh, looking at font size in in this specific example, we wanted to make sure that anybody with uh, low vision could visit our community and feel comfortable that the font size is not something that is only designed uh, perspective. it is for everyone that wants to be a part of the community. So that was something that we kept in mind when we were thinking about, hey, like, how can we make this like more comfortable for a broader audience versus just how can we make it look beautiful for ourselves?
0: Yeah, I love that, um, and thanks again for putting community members first. Um, I think it's so easy to be like, oh, I feel like this looks great, and it's like, oh wait, how how does this how is this experienced by someone else? I wanted to ask if you had any um, sort of parting thoughts on on communities that you think exhibit or or do a really wonderful job that we might want to model or look to as examples um, of people that are putting diversity, equity and inclusion first. Clearly, CODA is one of them. So I'm wondering, Steph, if you want to take that, if there's any specific.
1: um... Absolutely. Um, I think that there are A multitude of communities that do relatively well in representing this space, I really love. Um, Recently, I was visiting my friends on um, Guru. Uh, They have a community, and one of the things that I really love about what they've done is that they intentionally pick their icons to have like big representation across the board. And I had never seen anything like that prior uh, which is awesome because they just said hey let's just pick different you know skin tones and all of our icons and everything under the sun and I was so excited to not only see that in a bigger community but to see that in a notable brand and I just thought that that was such an amazing intentional way of showcasing DEI without it being overwhelmingly like like big or amplified
0: yeah, just like the, um, hopefully it would be an everyday experience, right? Of if you're like walking through New York City or um, another type of metropolitan area where you're like, it is just, it's it's normalized to have all sorts of different people, backgrounds, skin tones, cultures, languages um, intermingling in one place. You Just to double check, double click on that, guru, correct? That is
1: correct. Yeah, that was the last one that I saw. And I also love this amazing... And I hope it stays, and it's not just a trend, that communities have been showcasing a, 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 like a field or an area that somebody can break their pronouns. I love the concept that anybody can just say, these are my pronouns, and this is what I would like to be called. And so I am so big on that, and I hope that that sticks.
0: Yeah, uh, same. And I think uh, we've seen that uh, trend, hopefully not a trend. It's just becoming um, normal. I love that as well. I want to pass the floor to Mike R., who has raised their hand. Um, go ahead and ask your question. Hi, hi thanks.
2: Thanks for, for allowing me to, to talk here. Um, I wanted to add on, on the point of diversity is that sometimes, you know, I think everybody has to be very open-minded in the sense... Uh, being allies as well, you know, be allies to others. I don't know if this has been mentioned before, but being allies to other other groups and, and being open-minded and learning about those other groups as an ally.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and thank you for that reminder um, because it's not just, it shouldn't just be groups who are heard from or overlooked trying to um, like, you know, fight for their own um, equal representation, but also people who have that power to open the door from the inside and ask people to join them Um, thank you for that
2: for my journey so far in terms of diversity i think something that i'm big on is intersectionality so being from africa or being from nigeria i've joined communities where you feel like you don't have a sense of belonging like you're the only black person there or you're the only african there so intersectionality covers for that feeling in such a way that i, I feel as if i'm part of a community i feel a sense of belonging from a community that promotes intersectionality. And there's a quick um, community equation I always use um, that Shannon Summers from HubSpot always talks about. So it says intersectionality within the community plus inclusion in the DNA of the community equals to an intentional community. So we have communities where we have intentional communities that communities that are not, they don't use DI as if like nice tag, like they don't put it like, hey, we are diverse and inclusive. They're actually big on it and they are intentional. So I think that's just my parting word. Like, have intentional intersectionality within your community to be an intentional community.
0: Yeah, I think um, I would love to add to that, but I feel like adding something with less eloquence wouldn't do it justice. Um, so thank you for sharing that and ending on this idea of intentionality. Um, Steph and Jeff, thank you so much for joining us and talking about this. We'd love to have you back to dive deeper on different um, topics um, that are covering diversity, equity, and inclusion. I think it's only something that we need to promote and um, share more broadly and more loudly Um, and in bigger fonts and in all the ways that can um, be accessible to folks. So thank you so much.
2: Thank you so much as well for this opportunity. It was nice doing this.